<laughs> you just sound like you're in a closet again. What I got it stuck in a closet and broke it out. Can you say what's with the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? (laughs) Amy is stuck in a closet right now, guys, and uh, she's going to be recording from there. (laughs) Let's see if I can do. Let's uh, hold hold on. Let's see. Uh, Spotify was hard to say. (laughs) Didn't understand a word of that. (laughs) So if anybody understood that, post it on Facebook, what she said. <laughs> right in our group. Right, just right on the wall. This just is what right. Amy said in episode 27. Um, so this is our True Crime Paranormal podcast, if uh, you're finally still listening. Not That's- finally still listening, if you're still listening to us. That is accurate. That's Thank Amy. You. Uh, that's Bree, and um, here we are. This is what's with the neighbors. Um, do you have a neighborhood story for me? Um, yes. If either one can go first, it doesn't matter. To I'll me. go first. Okay, it's right here. Prepared. Um, so this is from next door. Um, what? Next door? I know. Insane. Oh my I know. Gosh, we like never get stories. Never get. I know. This and when we whenever we say next door, guys, we're talking like right next door to Amy or right next door to me. <laughs> Our neighbors are wild. No. <laughs> Could you imagine if this was just our All local? Our, this is from next door. <laughs> this is from four doors down. How are we not? How are we not on the news more? <laughs> or just period. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, our neighborhood. Our neighborhood uh, group has been pretty quiet lately. It has, yeah. Yeah, you did ask. I feel like I'm the only one who posts stuff on there, and it's usually just like a random question. Well, you know, I used to be the admin for that. Oh, yeah. But I got kicked out. I don't know how I'm not admin anymore. It's kind of weird. You should be the admin. Thank you. Because you're at the top of the street. (gasps) I'm the queen. I didn't say that. Um, So, uh, okay, so here's a question. Uh, from next door. Does anyone know where to drop off plastic bags for recycling? Target at blank, the street, doesn't take them last time I checked. That's a reasonable question. Walmart takes them, I believe. Yeah. But the response uh, someone commented was, I'm sorry, that doesn't concern me. So. Rude. <laughs> like. <laughs> Why are you on the page if you're not going to be not relevant to me? So I don't care. This doesn't pertain to our neighborhood. (laughs) If you talk about where does recycling go on the edge of the street, then there we go. Possibly, But nope, nothing outside of the neighborhood. If it doesn't concern me, I don't want to see it. What happens in the neighborhood stays in the neighborhood. Ooh, I like that. Fun little slogan there that I just came up with. That was good. That was good. Um, Some upside down pineapples. I was just (laughs) going to freaking say that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, pineapples are more than just what you think they are. Everyone. Yeah, they they they're actually the beginning of our friendship. I feel like. Not the beginning of our friendship. I was just going to say. It was like the third or fourth time that we met. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, hey, you know, upside down pineapples mean that you're a swinger. You're a swinger. (laughs) Because I said you had a nice pineapple decoration outside. And I was like, actually, I'm pretty sure I did know that. Interesting. And no, I am not. We are not swingers. Nope. And if you are, fine, whatever. But it's just hilarious. It's not our gig. It's not our gig, but it's funny between Pineapples us. Pineapples are cute. They are cute. You know, okay, I have to tell you this, okay? So one of my old friends, she, I was, we were on a trip together and I was wearing this dress and it had tiny little pineapples on it. Oh. Okay, super cute. And we're walking by and she's like, I don't understand I don't know what made her think of it. I don't know if she saw something with it. But she's like, I don't understand everyone's obsession with pineapples. They're so <laughs> stupid. And I'm like, 
I'm wearing a pineapple dress. <laughs> and she's like, oh. <laughs> I feel like pineapples are like the new, like, what was it? There was another fruit that was cute for a minute. There. I mean, apples were a big thing yeah, for kitchens. Yeah, they're like the new apples. Yeah. <laughs> So they're they're what's trending. They're what's trending <laughs> on on those shirts because I tried to make a uh, a more child friendly shirt for my kids to wear. I'm, they're still gonna wear the regular right, shirt, right. but uh, I tried to make a more child care or child friendly shirt for the kids to wear. And so I you, you saw I incorporated yeah. pineapples and there's like little ghosties in it. The original design, the pineapple is upside down, and Josh oh, is like, "You are not letting that be the be your secondary little logo." And I was like, You're like yes, "It's I am. so cute." I was like, "And that's part of the joke." And he's like, "But people are gonna think our children are swingers or something." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Yep, you're right. Bad move on my part." <laughs> You should put like a tiny little upside down one, like Just somewhere in there, yeah. like a little Easter egg. Yeah. Whoever finds it gets a free shirt. <laughs> I found the pineapple. That's so funny. Ah oh, man, my neighbor uh, 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 ghost story to tell yeah, me. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so excited. Um, now that we're you, done with yeah, let's light in mine on a lighter note here because he said i won't like this one. Oh, you want you yours is a lighter note people die but it's fine <laughs> no one dies in my well technically i guess okay. in order to have ghosts you have to have that's right in order to have yep that's right maybe people didn't get murdered is that let's just tell the story Okay, so I wanted I hadn't done anything about like witches. <gasps> and so I okay, so the story I originally was gonna go with seemed it was more like there were so many different versions of it, so I didn't go with that one. Oh, okay. But I did find an even cooler story that's like a paranormal mix of like witches and paranormal. So it's called The Cage, aka the witch prison. And it is in um the UK. So. That sounds so. Oh, that sounds so cool. Wait, I'm, I'm stoked. Okay. So uh, it all starts in 2005. Uh, Vanessa, what is recently? Uh, yes. Very recent. Very recent. Um, so yeah. Uh, in 2005, a woman named Vanessa Mitchell purchased a cute little historic cottage home in St. Osith, Essex, Essex County, Britain. Okay. Uh, growing up, she remembered walking by this mustard-colored home. Sounds super awful. Just be fascinated and drawn to it. Okay. In 2004, she was all grown up, and she saw that the home was actually for sale. And she was like, I could see myself there. I could see myself living my life. And before she knew it, she put up whatever she was living in up for sale. Or she, she had tenants there, and she put up her properties for sale and she made her dream a reality. That's so cool. Yeah. And the home was hers. So, obviously, with this being a paranormal story, we all know it's coming. So, as a kid, Vanessa heard lots of stories of this home being, like, a prison for 13 witches awaiting trial. Which she may have not completely known the whole, um, I swear to God, I have cat hair in my nose. Um... <laughs> She may have not known the whole, like, extent of that whole story, but right. there were lots of rumors and stories about this home. Wait, so she moved into this home knowing that this was uh, at one point a prison? Yeah, but that's okay. not all. Okay. Um, One of the witches... Is that why she was drawn to it when she was younger? I She just liked it. I guess she liked the historic behind of it. She really liked the fact that it was old and historic. It had a lot of history to it. Interesting. Um, one of the witches being a woman named Ursula Kemp. Ursula was a local healer, often called by neighbors to heal in illnesses. Uh huh. She was later blamed for intentionally causing these sicknesses and deaths with black magic. So, the heck? Of course, she was. But why would people go to her if she, if they were already sick? I know. I, I think. I'm, I mean, why would they go to her healthy and then she cursed them with black Yeah, magic? exactly. Right. So, like, their part of it was that she was treating a child 
and I believe she was training a child and the pa- the family didn't pay her because she would do it for money. She didn't oh, have any money. Right. And the family didn't pay her and they kept on asking her to come back and back. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it for you. You're not paying me. Right. And I believe that's what kind of escalated things. Yeah. And so she was put in this witch prison, prison and went to trial and she was hung. Um, her bones were discovered not far from the home on a land nearby. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to jump back and forth too. That's fine. So the home continued to remain a jail up until 1908 to detain uh, local lawbreakers, plague victims of all kinds, kids, uh, women, children, or men, women, children. Yeah. Also, at some point, the alleyway behind the home was nicknamed Coffin Alley. That's depressing. Due to the dead bodies being carried from the jail to their burial (gasps) sites. That's so sad. People had even said that you could see a woman from Coffin Alley looking in, like, looking out of one of the windows in the house. That's what I would do. <laughs> Just, like, stare, yeah. scare people. Freak them out. <laughs> I mean, if you're stuck in prison. Yeah, yeah might as well. <laughs> Let's kill the time. Uh, eventually, in ni- the 1970s, the building was transformed into a two-bedroom home. Lovely. Since then, it had several residents, but none were really consistent. Well, one one was kind of consist, consistent since he committed suicide by hanging himself there just six months prior to her moving in. And oh she knew about it. She just she does not care. That's yep. fine. She, you know, some people can she, handle it. Yeah, she was not scared. And like I said, she knew most of this stuff, but she didn't know quite the extent to it. And also, I guess growing up, her dad didn't believe in ghosts and they lived in like a haunted house. And oh. so they just... She just wasn't scared. Right. It also helped that she was moving in with a roommate, um, her friend Nicole. I would not move into that home with you. Yeah, no. Nicole also heard rumors too. So, I mean, she heard a rumor of a little boy who was attempting to set his bedroom on fire over and over and over. And people would say he was possessed. Oh, my. That's fun. Oh. So a little tidbit about the village of St. Ozith. Okay. Supposedly it's cursed. Um. It's had tons of invasions, natural disasters, and even supernatural type like of things happen in it. Like the whole town? Yeah. The town is named after a pagan king's granddaughter who was decapitated. But even though she was decapitated, she still managed to walk carrying her skull in her hand. So in another instance in 1117, the village was burned down. <gasps> Natural disaster? No. By a dragon. Fire-breathing dragon. Are you... Th- you're joking. No. No. That's what it says in the, in the legends. I mean... Oh, okay. This I is mean, hey, we still don't know if dragons are real or not because they've found lots of crazy things out there. Absolutely. You never know. What year was that? 1117. A long time ago, so... Definitely during medieval time. Yeah. Because I'm a historian, so that would make sense. You're a historian. Right. Finally, witches came uh, during a sat- satanic panic. New band name, I call it. <laughs> satanic panic. Uh, in 1582, 13 women were held for trial at uh, for witchcraft, two of which were hanged, one of them being Ursula. All right, back to the cage. Okay. After moving in, not even an hour had passed and Vanessa had her first paranormal experience. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of The Conjuring House. Yeah, yeah, I know, because like immediately it happened. Yeah, this whole thing kind of reminded me of it. Oh, jeez. Except it's worse. So she... (laughs) Super. Yay. She was in the kitchen washing dishes and saw a shadow man walk behind her. (gasps) That, That was just the whole introduction to the whole house no oh my welcome Lord. she was doing dishes an hour yeah. after she moved in all right and <laughs> that sucks watch washing the china okay. she uh one day a boy had knocked on the door another weird thing that had happened is uh one day a boy knocked on the door three times and when vanessa came to the door and confronted him his name was freddie he had said that his grandmother was a white witch which is like a good witch. Mm-hmm. And she said, anytime you pass by this place, you need to walk, knock on the door three times as a sign of respect. So it was to ward off like evil. This became a pretty common thing because he often passed by the home and they actually got to know the boy pretty good. 
So he just had to wash, sit, go. And- like anytime they heard three knocks on the door, they're like, oh, there's Freddy. Bye. That's exhausting. Just I'd like- find a new route. <laughs> I mean, didn't you ever hold your breath passing by a, a cemetery as a kid? No. You never held your breath passing by a cemetery and then you couldn't breathe until you found a white house? No. Do you know how hard it is to find a white house in Florida because they're all freaking moldy? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm so sorry. I never heard that. I mean, my aunt would always take us to... We'd be in the backseat, like, gushing for air. (gasps) I'm gonna have such bad luck today. (laughs) no. I never did that. Please write on our Facebook if anybody else has ever done that because I feel so weird now. (laughs) I'm... I no, I'm sorry. You're we very. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. I'm a little <laughs> stitious. Um, no, sorry. They uh, began to have issues around the home and discovered an abundance of maggots. Ugh. Ugh. I hate maggots underneath a rug. I know. I like that is one thing I cannot like. I I can do ants. I can do. I can't do roaches. But maggots. Oh my god. Oh, I gotta tell Ray. you a story about a mag- magnet. Sorry, magnet. Magnet. A maggot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story about a magnet. <laughs> so my sister in the old house that she lived in, and underneath the floorboard, she like kept finding magnet. Why do I keep saying mag- maggots in places and like in her kitchen? And so then she lifted up the floorboard, and it was just like covered <gasps> in maggots. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry for your and sister. And there was like no dead animal or anything. Oh. Isn't that weird? Was the house haunted? She she said that she might think that it might have been, but. It's very possible. Yeah. Weird Isn't that gross? Weird stuff like that's so gross. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. That was fun. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they noticed an abundance of magnet. <laughs> <laughs> An abundance of magnets (laughs) underneath the rug. Other issues were starting to be found in the home, such as uh, like low temperatures, even though it was warm outside. Pretty typical. Smells of baking bread, which why you complaining about baking bread? I would love that. Yeah. Um, Also pipe smoke and a sour smell that just made them sick to their stomach. Yeah. Walking into specific areas of the home, you could you would just feel like this heavy, depressed feeling. Oh, yeah. And soon they would start notice things moving around the house. Um, door latches would rattle. They had like these, because all the doors were like original. There were like these thick wooden doors. Oh, nice. And there were like these heavy iron like latches on the inside of their bedroom doors, like for locks. And I don't like that. But... Like she, it, there was a YouTube video where she was walking through the house and telling it about, telling all about it. And like, it's a heavy thing to jiggle. And she was just like jiggling it. She was like, this happened almost every single night. And it would just jiggle, 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 jiggle. <gasps> and it was super loud. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so. Jiggle, 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 jiggle. <laughs> doors would slam. Faucets would turn on and off. The TV would change channels and continuous shadow people were seen. Wow. Things happening became almost a daily occurrence. And around Halloween, the girls decided to throw a Halloween party. Dressed up as like sexy witches. As you which, would. Yeah. I Maybe mean, a little disrespectful to the witches. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be messing around with it. But at this point, they weren't like, they knew it was, obviously they knew the house was haunted. But yeah. they weren't like, it wasn't super violent. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So they weren't super scared of it. Um, before the guests arrived and this is 2005 yeah this is yeah this is probably in 2005 i'm just trying to figure out the years okay but it was at least at some point of 2005 okay yeah around that time before the guests arrived uh while they were getting ready they heard a huge crash downstairs vanessa assumed it was her roommate nicole and asked what she was doing nicole had no idea what she was talking about and she was actually upstairs with her Oh. So they went downstairs to investigate and like they felt a presence, but no one was found. So that's the end of that. I don't like that. From that point on, things began to escalate more in the home. The Maybe chain because the witches were pissed. I don't know. There was a lot of people pissed in there, I think. <laughs> 
uh, the chain attached to the wall used that was a that was there like from the original there was uh, a prison room in the house right where they kept the prisoners and there was still a cha original chain attached to like a brick wall should probably get that they assumed it was used to attack to uh hold prisoners they should probably remove that right it swung violently oh my gosh uh, they witnessed a soda can slide off the table doors slammed and vanessa would hear disembodied voices of infants <gasps> yeah no i'm good like i always say children when you throw children into it no yeah and um you know like you do you get phantom cries yeah yeah. Oh, could you imagine hearing that all the time? Mm -mm, nope. No. No, no, no. The girls were beginning to get freaked out at this point. Like, really? Y'all are tough. Ugh. So, and they were tired of it. So they went to the church that was in the village, and they met with a Reverend Martin Flowerdew. Flowerdew. Yeah. They, like, the, they described him as very, like, hip, because he had, like, an earring or something. And Ooh. I don't know. Um <laughs> he was he was cool <laughs> he agreed to visit the cage and bless the home and while there he recited some prayers and walked around the home everything was quiet until they went upstairs into the bathroom where both bathtub faucets just started pouring out water oh my god they were like i told you so he had done all he was able to do and said if they needed him to call him but you know he's he didn't do anything unfortunately it did nothing wow that sucks. At, at some point after this, Vanessa began to sleepwalk every night around oh. the same time. She would always wake up at the same point, at the same spot where the previous owner had hung himself. Ew. She would hear whispers saying, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. You think maybe that's why that guy? Probably. Wow. To their relief, Nicole got a boyfriend. Thank God Nicole got a boyfriend. Oh, finally. Oh, oh she's going to be single forever. Well, I'm so <laughs> glad that she, to their relief, a man is in, is present now. He's coming to save the he day. He will save them. So, yeah, he is living with them. And he also did not believe in ghosts until he lived there. Um, and a few months into it, he was just like, he was he refused to be left alone in the house he did not <laughs> want to be left alone anywhere so they made a pact all three of them that no one would be left alone in the house at any point and they had to go by this rule they planned their lives around this rule that kind of sucks right but that came to an end when nicole got pregnant and her and her boyfriend decided to move out so vanessa was gonna be all by herself why didn't you get another roommate no one probably wanted to live there because everyone, everyone's. I would have knows about it. Them like, please, yeah. I will live here rent free. Yeah, please. And unfortunately, like throughout this whole thing, like she had no choice but to live there because it was the her mortgage. mortgage. Yeah. yeah, it was expensive, and the time, like the economy, was bad at the time, and her job wasn't doing that great, so she wasn't making like Ugh. she said she was making basically nothing at some point during all this at oh, her that job. Sucks. So was just stuck there. It was her prison. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So to fill the loneliness, Vanessa would often have company over. Sure. One day she had had her friend and her husband over. That night they saw blood droplets splattered on the floor. And they knew it was blood because one of her friends was actually a nurse in hematology. So they were like, mm -mm, they didn't come back. Oh, my gosh. They were unable to debunk it. And, uh... Vanessa really started to to be, be concerned for her life in this yeah. house. In the summer of 2007, Vanessa found out that she was five months pregnant. Oh, Vanessa. Not only was she terrified to be a single mother, but she yeah. was scared to raise a child here. Yeah. Her being pregnant, being pregnant seemed to flare up more tax. Every day it was something new. She claimed that while looking in the mirror... She felt two hands shove her and hit her to the floor. <gasps> she like she said she like she was so scared to get up because she was scared that she was gonna miscarry and she just like stayed on the floor for a little bit and just she was like if I get up I'm gonna go into labor or miscarry or something. Yeah. But the baby was okay. Oh, that poor girl. I know. In other instances, a friend of hers um, was almost pushed down the stairs. 
A plumber ran out due to hearing footsteps and the boy Freddy who continued to stop by and like talk with her have a cup of tea or something yeah he came over to talk one day and the minute he came in he heard a man's voice whisper that shit won't work here I don't know. <laughs> um, it <laughs> may so have been. Weird. It may have been the jailer that they talk about in this. Because uh... while another instance happened, and while watching the TV, Vanessa saw a man from the waist up walk very slowly, like not losing contact, just the waist up. And she said he was so clear that she could see the laugh lines on his face, and that he had like black spiky hair. Oh my god! Like old fashioned clothes on. That's pretty clear. That That's would be weird. so freaky. Yeah. From research, she believed that this was the jailer who kept the prisoners. Uh, After having her son, Jesse, she took him home. He stayed in the room with her, and they avoided the prison room in the house. Yeah, I her room And her room was, like, the more modern part of the home. Uh-huh. So probably the least amount of stuff happened in her room, just yeah. the door jiggling. But oh still, like, terrifying. one night she woke up to the sound of pounding footsteps then the metal latch uh started crashing or started like crashing on her door like someone was going to bust in no one evening after midnight the nice boy freddie came over he was upset it was after like i said it was after midnight he had had problems at home with his grandmother i guess yeah and he asked if he could stay the night and she said the only place that she could offer him to sleep was the sofa in the prison room she didn't have another bed, I guess. She didn't give him a mattress. I know, right? Just I would uh, just sleep uh, on the uh, dang floor. Yeah, yeah. an air air mattress. Yeah. Not, nothing. Yeah, right. So take she, the cushions she, off the couch and put him, them upstairs. She warned him, and he knew. <sighs> so he he took that spot, and while trying to sleep, he felt a tickling on his head. Ew! He brushed away at it, assuming it was just like a spider or something. And when he opened his eyes, he saw a woman on her knees, stroking his head and brushing his hair. He couldn't scream, breathe, or even move until she had vanished. And he stayed there with his eyes open, awake, until the sun came up the next morning. Oh, that poor boy. I know. Vanessa was so scared, she slept while – she started to sleep while holding her son. Wow. Because she – I mean, it's safer than co-sleeping at this point. Right. In 2008, while coming home one evening, she was hesitant to just walk in her house. She was just done with everything. She was – and then the only thing that made her come inside was she's like, everything's in there. The baby's asleep. Like, I need to go put him down. It's starting to snow. It's cold outside. If we stay outside, we're going to freeze to death. Yeah. So they go inside. And for the first time, she puts the baby upstairs by himself. <gasps> and she goes downstairs to go iron some clothes. Bring the clothes upstairs. Right. Everything seemed fine until she heard some music. And her at her feet, her son's Thomas the Train toys had... Uh, come to life (laughs) she then heard jesse scream and ran to him at the top of the stairs stood a ghostly figure between her and jesse the only thing that she could do was just run past it and grab her son yeah so that put things really into perspective at this point and she decided she'd rather be homeless because living here is unlivable whoa she put the cage on the market and obviously no one was interested. Oh, no, yeah. And it was on it for months. Yeah. She moved in with a friend and the house remained empty. Even with financial troubles, she was still relieved at this point because she wasn't in the house. Right. She was unable to sell it, so she put it up for rent and found that it was even unsafe with that because the renters were all having trouble or jumping out on their lease and just getting it's just it was just getting dangerous so she was getting desperate and she reached out to the society for physical physical research did i mean to put physical society of physical research uh, they interview. They they ended up like interviewing. Would it be paranormal? Uh, it was it was it was something in England oh, okay. or Britain. They ended up interviewing all the, but it, they are like paranormal. Yeah. They ended up interviewing all the people that had, had like had like experiences with the home, and they visited the home, did like walkthroughs, and they compared this case to the Amityville horror case. Wow. Vanessa then advertised the cage as a haunted 
haunted holiday home and leased it to companies who charge visitors to attend ghost hunts so they know what they're doing yeah since and that since this happened more evidence was even gathered several evps emfs and pictures one of four ghosts carrying a dead witch in a coffin or in coffin alley oh wow and others capturing witch-like faces and even a satanic goat officially in oh yeah okay i'm picturing like an evil goat at first (laughs) it's a really bad goat (laughs) okay sorry officially in 2020 a realtor staged the home with broomsticks and books explaining the history and it was sold for three hundred thousand dollars yay 2020 she had that house for 15 years that poor girl 15 16 years one of the two yeah wow that was the cage aka witch prison in the uk not that cool story that is cool i loved it i was getting so into it i'm like oh there's so much juice from the i i hate to say juice but it's, it's a good one that was a good one yeah oh i really liked that one it's fun. I wish there was more history, like history about the witches, which I'm sure there is. There was a little bit. You just, I, it would have been way too much to put yeah. into here. And oh, then yeah. I was jumping from like topic to topic, and I was like, I want to focus on the house, on but just I still the house. felt the need to include certain things. But if you guys um, really like that, look it up on YouTube. There's like a 20 minute, almost a 20 minute video of her. I'm um, talking about it. I believe there's ghost hunts on it, and there's. An interview of her on the news with another newscaster going there. Ooh. And uh, at one point, the newscaster went there to, to go, like, do a ghost tour at night and, or an investigation. And she was, like, freaking out the whole time. <laughs> and upstairs, there was this creepy doll. And they were talking about this creepy doll. And then they came downstairs. And then the doll was downstairs. Oh. And she's like, who put that there? And no one's like, we didn't put that there. And she's like, no, who put that there? And then she went back on the, the, to, in, to interview with other, other newscasters. And she was like, yeah, I found out my producer moved that. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else that had happened, like they were clearly communicating with right. something. And that normally doesn't happen. Like when something like communicates super fast like that. Uh, it was really cool. That one was fun. I... That still scares me. <laughs> uh, creeps me out. Sorry. Now let's uh, hear some more creepy stuff. Friends, when was the last time you had your photos done professionally of your family, children, or pets? Red Photography is an expert in capturing special moments and turning them into lifelong memories. We use Red Photography for every special moment and won't go anywhere else. Red Photography also offers a photo booth for weddings, graduations, or any special event. We get nothing but compliments anytime anyone sees any of the prints that had done with her. She definitely has a talent that not many photographers can offer. And we've even had the opportunity of using her photo booth at a convention. And the photos were amazing. And she provides the props and everything for it. Check out Red Photography today at redphotographyak.com. That is R-E-D-P-H-O-T-O. G-R-A-P-H-Y-A-K dot com. Okay. You guys ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for it? I'm going to tell you about Diana Brimble. Brimble? Yeah. I like that name. I don't know why. Um. So. Maybe she's bad. I don't know. We'll see. You guys will find out. She wasn't bad. Okay. Diane Brimble was a very nice lady and a mother of three. Oh. So she was born April 10th, 2016. And for two years, I don't have anything about her childhood. We're just going to jump into it, okay? Jump on into it. And I will tell you, it was kind of a little bit difficult finding, not finding information, but deciding what to put in this story. This story could have been easily a 20, 25 page story because basically I was going off of actual interviews from like hundreds of people. Oh my gosh. And so it was like, and and so then trying to like do a storyline and then picking out like, 
oh my there's so much information the most important ones yeah the best ones the ones that stand out yeah i i wish i spent more time on it but also it it's not a big enough story for me to spend like a whole lot like it wasn't worth a two-parter sort of thing so if that makes sense so gotcha. for two years, Diane had saved up to take a cruise around the South Pacific. Although she was a mother of three, she was only able to save enough to take her youngest uh, on this cruise. Her youngest was 12-year-old Talia um, with her on the trip of a lifetime at the age of 42. I have a niece named Talia. Oh, do you? Oh, that's cool. On September 23rd, 2002... The P&O Pacific Sky departed Sydney, Australia. Sydney. Sydney. Shut up. Why do we always... Never mind. We love you, Sydney. Australia. Peace. Sherman's Sherman. 42. Well, <laughs> be late, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Diane Talia boarded the ship along with Diane's sister, Alma Wood, and Alma's daughter, Carrie Ann. So, it was like a girl's trip. Girl's Ooh. cruise. They were going... Uh, on a 10-day, nine-night cruise. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's a long Where were cruise. they coming from? Uh, they were coming from Sydney, Australia. Oh, they were coming from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, like they okay, lived okay, in okay, Australia. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And okay. they were just going to like float around. Cool. Um, I see the island in a second. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, they So they as they embarked on this cruise, Diane... And her family members enjoyed a sail away party. So like a send off party. Come sail away. Yeah. Um, which gave them a chance to relax and have a couple cocktails and watch the sun go down. After the party, they decided to go to dinner and plan out their day for the next day. Right. After dinner, Alma, Carrie Ann, and Talia decided to head back to the cabin and call it an early night so that they are rested for the next day. But Diane was like, I spent two years saving up for this cruise. I'm going to spend every minute of it. Yep. I'm going to go out. Good for you, Mama. Go clubbing. Yep. So the following morning, Alma realized that Diane had not returned to the cabin. So at breakfast time, Alma had her paged over the intercom, but she never showed up. So she... Then, since they knew that she was looking for her, she was actually called to the medical center where she was told that Diane had passed away. <gasps> at eight twenty, at eight twenty a.m., her body was found naked and cold on the floor of a cabin oh, of four no. men. Yeah. So the three family members that were on the crew, her daughter, her sister, and her niece, oh, actually her had daughter. to. I know. Uh, they were told that she passed away and then had to stay on the cruise ship for two days until they got to their next port oh my or the next port they could get to um, and fly back to Australia, Sydney, Australia. Like, I couldn't. What did they do with her body? Uh, I'm sure they. On ice, maybe? I'm sure they have oh, something just in, case. just in case things like that happen. That's true. That's true. But, oh, yeah, that's I can imagine. Awful. Just like, I don't want to be here. I'm not having fun. Yeah. Ugh. And then watching everybody else around you have, have fun. Have fun. You're, yeah, Ugh. I can't imagine. So uh, once they got to that port, uh, at the same time, the family was notified at home that she died and they're just like, we don't have any details besides the fact that she's dead. Um, and the cruise ship staff and vac- the other vacationers, because obviously we're got out, um, were told that Diane had suffered from a heart attack to prevent them from being in fear. Yeah. Which I can understand because you wouldn't want the hysteria you wanna, you of your vacationers. But still, at the same time, someone... Something happened. Yeah. So it wasn't until detectives boarded the ship in New May and continued on the cruise that her family members became suspicious about their circumstances surrounding her death. They were like, okay, weird. She didn't just have a heart attack. Right. Yeah. So 
Wait, so they told the family members this too? They told them that she died and that's all they could say. So they're like, it was probably like a heart attack. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. So like she's only 42. I feel like you should tell them a little bit more because what if they knew something? Like what if they're like, oh, she was hanging out with this guy last night. Well, they had to wait till the detectives showed up. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Sorry. So that's all the, they're like, we don't have any information. All, all we know that <laughs> you can have that back. All we know is she died. Okay. So she died. Yeah. Uh, so after a number of weeks, the family finally learned that Diane had consumed a large amount of gamma hydroxybutyrate, which is no which is known as GBH, stands for Great Bodily Harm, or also known as Liquid Fantasy, which is, it's a date, date rape drug. Oh, no. And she was found naked on the floor. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. So between the fact that she had consumed a date rape drug and there was no answers from the investigators and delay in the process, <laughs> Diane's family was incredibly frustrated and overwhelmed with emotions, obviously. So the early morning before Diane was found she was seen by several staff members leaving the ship's club with four men at 4 20 a.m so according to mark wilheim which was one of the men that she was seen with leaving the club he said that diane took the drug willingly as it can give you the feeling of ecstasy and uh bullshit yeah right and that they had sex but it was consensual Bullshit. Yeah. So he here are the people of interest in this investigation that lasted seven years. There were four men that she was seen with. Those four men were only half of the eight the group of eight men that were on this trip together. Uh, they were uh, all belonged to a gym like they were like a group of guys that go to those kinds of guys those are those kind of guys (laughs) yep and they were they were dumb as a doornail okay i'm just gonna say (laughs) uh the four men were the four men that she was seen with uh four were in one cabin and four were in the other in one cabin it was mark wilheim 33 leo silver silvestri 41 ryan Cutchell, 29, Matthew Slade, 32. Across the hall was Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> I thought that name was I funny. like it. Yeah, Dragon. Draco. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> uh, was Dragon Lossick, 45. Charles Kimboris, 43. Luigi Vitale, 41. And Luigi. Peter... <laughs> and Peter Pantic, Pantic, which I thought was a funny <laughs> last name. Pantic. <laughs> and he was 29. So those are the eight men total. Okay. She was seen with four of them mixed between. Both rooms. Yeah. Ugh. So uh, it was said that. Was she married? I don't know if she was married. I don't think so. Okay. Because, I mean, not, not, it's fine. I mean, who knows what she was. She was probably just hanging out. But, yeah, I don't think she was married. I don't, it didn't say, and everywhere I read, it didn't say she was nowhere married. included husband. They just said family. Okay. So, I don't know. But those eight men had a range of social skills. And the idea of, and they had like a different idea of what was considered appropriate and oh, inappropriate gosh. in public. So they were just, they were great to be around. Yeah. So these men had. models for society. Exactly. And they all, all of them had previous criminal, criminal charges ranging in drug possession or dropped drug rape possession, uh, rape possession or dropped charges for rape, assaulting an officer, possession of an unregistered weapon, Gang involvement, including Hell's Angels, drug dealing, social security fraud, and more. They all were veterans of the courtroom. Okay. Yeah. They just Guilty. Seemed, yeah. Uh, and, like, the each, like, when I was reading it, like, it told me each person and what they were charged for. And I was oh. like, I'm just going to 
put it bundle all them up. Yeah, because it really much. did. Yeah, and it didn't really matter. Right. But so one of the men, Leo, told police that he the sex that he had with Diane was not consensual. So it was. So he admitted to raping her. No. Oh. So this was not Mark. Mark was the first one. Mark said that the sex that he had with was Diane consensual. was consensual. Right. Leo says it was not consensual. And he that said she, Mark having sex with her wasn't consensual. No. He's saying Leo Leo said that the sex that he had oh. with Diane. So she supposedly had multiples. Okay. Uh, she had sex with multiple people that night, okay. supposedly. So Leo told Le- Leah. <laughs> Leo told police that he had the sex that he had with Diane was not consensual and that she actually raped him while he was asleep after he took his sleeping pills for insomnia and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> dysfunction. You oh you took erectile dysfunction before you went to sleep? Yeah, with his sleeping pills and she raped that him. That makes so much sense and she had date rape drug in her, so that yeah. means she was going to date rape him. Yeah, that's what that means. Exactly. Makes so much sense. And her family, when they found this out, they're like, "Mm, highly unlikely. Yeah. She, one, is like a prude when it comes to sex. Like, she's not one to sleep with people that she doesn't know. And she's not going to rape you. So, anyways. um, Who has the record? Just saying. Oh, you know, I should have looked that up to see. I don't know if it was Leo oh, that had one? the. I think that Leo. I want to say it was Leo that had the rape that was charged. I like uh, that dropped. his name's Leo when he's on a cruise ship. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> so, um, ob- oh, I just read that. So while that was happening, Mark, the one that, su- so while he was supposedly getting raped. Mark, the one that did have the quote-unquote consensual sex with Diane, he ran through the halls naked. And so after burning some calories, he was like, all right, I did my workout for the day. He came back to the cabin and found, he said he found Diane laying on the floor. So he checked her pulse and put her in the shower to try to resuscitate her, but then eventually called for medical help. That's what he originally told the police. What was later found out was that he tried to give her CPR, but realized he doesn't know how to give CPR. So he put her in the in the shower to clean her off because she because <gasps> she was had stuff yeah. all over her. And then he called for medical help. So so he's trying to cover up their yep. mess up. Yeah. Um. So at five a.m., the men went to another cabin to offer. The ladies that were occupying that cabin, um, a pink drink that they referred to as fantasy. And they told the ladies that they tried to throw Diane overboard, but realized there are too many passengers nearby. Wait, they told these people this? And, um. They are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. They're really dum-dums. They, like, obviously scouted out the area and realized that it was, there's too many people around. At 5 a.m., which I think is hilarious. Whenever you're on vacation. Yeah, but... (laughs) Okay. Um, So they're like, obviously, we're not bringing her over here. So they just left her on the floor. Um, So there were several photos taken while Diane was in the men's cabin. And in the photos, it showed her throthing at the mouth, which... Um, led the investigation investigators to believe that she was given way more right, of that illegal drug than um, she probably the, seized. Yeah, than she could possibly handle. And the toxicology report showed three times the level of oh a normal my. dosage. Gosh. So if they just gave her like w- maybe a little bit, she her body might have been able to handle it, and she would have probably still been alive. I mean, she probably was still raped and drugged but at least she would have been al- yeah. alive so probably misread teaspoon for tablespoon or yeah i've done that <laughs> it's tbsp for yep. tablespoon tablespoon yep tsp is teaspoon you gotta look for that b yep yep <laughs> so the woman in the neighboring cabin actually that i told you that they went over to their room 
They actually later came forward to speak to the investigators, confessing that they actually saw Diane in the the cabin on the floor, but assumed that she just passed out drunk. And they were like, if we knew that she was, like, drugged or possibly dead, we would have come forward sooner. Like, what do do you do? Like, people are on vacation. What else would you think? Exactly. You're on a cruise ship. Someone could be sick from being in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I, yeah. So, uh, but they did mention that they were going to throw her overboard. So it's. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh. Why didn't you go report it? So it's like, did they, like, I'm guessing that those ladies were drunk and thought that the men were, like, joking around. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But another passenger, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt another passenger told the police that about two hours after diane was found leo was talking to her and he was like super jittery and he kept saying things like the bitch is dead the effing bitch is dead some shit went down last night some top secret shit hmm what could you be talking about leo and leo's the one that supposedly took his sleeping medicine so he was was late Yeah, and he was awake two hours after taking his sleeping medicine. Mm. Yep. Something's not matching up. So I'm just like, everything's not matching up, actually. None of it. And that's another thing is, I don't know if I say it later, but like their stories constantly change. Yeah. And then you're getting other stories from passenger, other passengers. And you're like, that doesn't line up to what you just said. Right. And so that's why it was like so hard to try to get like, the exact yeah. story, which this isn't even the exact story. This is just loving it. Ugh. So, da, 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 da. so the same night, another woman was allegedly forced into their cabin after Mark and Leo had crawled into her bunk bed in her cabin. So she's like laying in her cab in her bunk bed in her cabin, which these cabins are like very dorm. Like there's nothing. There's like a dresser. Right a bathroom and then two bunk beds and that was it like on their floor but so they crawl they go into her cabin i'm guessing it's unlocked and crawl into her bunk bed and they like uh which one was it um oh both of them they were like trying to like cuddle with her and stuff and she's like excuse me leave me alone yeah and so got my freaking cabin yeah so she just like gets up and goes to the other bunk bed and sleeps there like i like you're not gonna call security i swear like this was just like a bunch of people on drugs people you are all idiots (laughs) i'm just gonna say it they are and so then mark goes over or was it leo it was Mark. Goes, I didn't write it in I'd here. Shank a bitch. If he they crawled in my bed he crawls over into her bed where she, that she just switched over to, and she like pushes him out. She's like, "Leave me alone!" But he attempted to rape her, but she was actually able to get away. Good. I but just at the same time like <laughs> you're. Can you <laughs> like you? They don't live there. Like, get out of my room, brother. No, you don't even know these guys. No, you're in a completely different room. One, you should have had your your lock your, your door, door locked. locked. But two, like, tell them to get the hell out of your room exactly. or go call security. Call security. Do something. Yeah. But the, the sh- and she stab him with a fork. Yeah. Something. I, I don't. I. That's why I think like they were just like all on drugs because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Maybe it was in the water. I don't <laughs> So several passengers told the police that after word got out about Diane's death, that the men told them that the captain of the ship came to them and apologized for what had happened in their cabin and gave them a free cruise ship or cruise cruise trip. Because a dead girl was found on the the naked dead girl was found on their floor that they yeah. apologized to them even though they were ones that were witnesses. Yep. Wow, they are so they're lucky. The captain was like, "I'm giving you an official apology, and here's a free cruise ship." Or, wow, why do I keep saying the cruise, tr- cruise here's trip? Here's a free cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> so during the cruise, one of the night themes was because you know the cruise continued after yeah 
so is 10 days yeah so after one of the nights the theme was fright night and the men had dressed in slashed up shirts and fake blood all over them so they're all matching which is super cute <laughs> um which at any other time would have been like appropriate for fright night but completely with everything that just happened not okay yeah you you don't do that that no so during no the, remorse <laughs> no remorse so during the inquest which is a ju- judicial inquiry to gather facts two of the men uh that were being investigated complained that they had travel plans that they had to cancel and demanded the court to reimburse reimburse them four thousand dollars in compensation and the court's like they're getting greedy <laughs> Yeah, which the court was like, LOL. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are suspects in a huge investigation. Not We're not going to go give you stuff. No. Sorry, I ruined your trip plans. A girl's dead. Sorry. Yeah. So after the cruise, the police taped, tapped, taped, tapped the eight men's phones, hoping to collect evidence. That's legal? Yeah. Um, If they get a warrant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because oh. in our case... Uh, they know about it? No. So oh, that's why okay. it's, it's called a glass warrant. And um, it is completely illegal because I actually have done a glass warrant. That's cool. With uh, the person that... Yeah. So... And it was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. He's like, the police are probably recording this. I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> I didn't act like that. <laughs> I was very more angry, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah okay glass warrant cool yeah and they can just do it from any phone oh wow yep. so like it just like it they used headphones that plugged into like a recording thing and then i just talked in the headphones wow yeah and she uh oh i'm sorry it wasn't headphones there was no headphones it's just a thing that plugged into my phone and i was talking to him on speaker so she could listen to. So basically, to. okay, so basically it's just them being able to record what you're saying. It's and like what, a setup. Yeah, and what they're saying. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Okay, that's but cool. But you have to have a warrant for it, and it's called a glass warrant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Something to know over there. Yeah. So I don't know how they did it without them knowing. I'm sure that there's ways. Because they're really dumb. <laughs> they're like, hey, can we just plug this in? Yeah, can I, can I just plug this phone? into your phone? And then I'm going to call you and ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah. So, and they had the glass warrant for six months on these men. They were recording, tapping into every phone call that they made. The only evidence that they collected was how they boasted about the media attention that they were getting and how they could make money by selling the story and making a fee entry website for all the information. So. But then you would go to jail once you have the information. Just, I mean, I guess just telling their oh, side just okay their, their fake side. side yeah yeah so that is so selfish i know and disrespectful Very especially disrespectful. for the family it gets worse oh my gosh so in september 2008 the nsw uh director of public prosecution announced that mark mark wilhelm letterio which is leo silverestry or whatever his last name is and kyle kuchel or Ryan Cachell would face charges over the circumstances of Diane Brimble's death. Mark was to be charged with manslaughter and supplying and prohibiting drug, uh, uh, supplying a prohibited drug, Leo and Ryan with preventing the course of justice or alternatively to the lesser charge of hindering the investigation. Okay. In October 2009, mind you, this happened in 2002. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So in October 2009, a Supreme Court trial of Mark ended with the jury unable to reach a verdict. Oh, my gosh. This poor family. I know. On April 21st, 2010, a second trial begun and Mark pleaded guilty to an alternative charge to manslaughter, saying that he had caused Brimble to take the drug. And, however, in an interesting turn of events... How is that manslaughter? Because he didn't mean to overdose? Manslaughter... Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, So, however, an interesting turn of events, Judge Howie, the one overseeing this whole thing, refused to accept that plea. Good. (sighs) 
saying, I cannot allow him to plead guilty to a matter he did not commit. <gasps> no, I thought you were going to say he was going to make know. it worse. And he did not commit this. Are you freaking kidding me? Nope. Shortly after, Crown Prosecutor Terry Thorpe withdrew the charge to manslaughter. Come on, Mike. Judge. I know. Justice Howie said that he wholly supported this decision to drop the charges because there's no evidence to support the charge. The judge said that the majority of the public believed that Mark should be held responsible for Brimble's death, but that their view had been colored by prejudice and hysteria and believed that Mark is in no way put in no way put Diane's life in harm. Isn't, isn't confessing like confessing and saying you're guilty i guess isn't that that's not enough evidence i guess not someone saying oh i killed a person no you didn't it's okay you're not gonna go to jail you didn't do it i mean there are times where people will come forward during uh um like uh homicides and stuff and say that they killed this person or they said like oh i did it and they didn't like those are like they call into the the uh, tip line or whatever um but in this case he did it in front of court in front of everyone and said that he did it and the judge is like no yeah i hate this i know i uh, hate it but i really like this story i know so he the judge also said that mark had suffered enough oh, by seven years <laughs> enough of public humiliation and was given an 18 month good behavior bond while Leo and Ryan were given 15 month bond oh whatever <laughs> as for Diane's family in 2007 the CEO of P&O Cruise Line apologized to the Brimble family and they settled with them for a large sum of money this obviously they deserve it yeah Been uh, and you know how you talked about how they were being disrespectful to Diane's yeah. death for wearing those things? On October 8th, 2010, the five other men who were not prosecuted or tried or whatever um, met for dinner at a restaurant. The dinner was photographed and a local media source ran a story about it the next day claiming the dinner was held to mark the eighth anniversary of diane's death <sighs> so they just like get together and celebrate it i guess is that it that's it those pieces of shit are walking right now yep. they're walking free wow. after drugging i'm gonna say they all knew about it and they were just sticking up for each other they just yep and they covering were, it up all so brosif that they could not even keep their mouth shuts about it and was telling people about it on the cruise. I mean, there was pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of all of these passengers getting evidence. interviewed. All of this is evidence. That's evidence. And the prosecutor. You stupid judge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying it. You're stupid. Yeah. You're and an he, idiot. Yep. You're just as dumb as those boys are. Yep. Or you getting paid off or something. I mean, there I was... I wonder if any of them are wealthy. Uh, no, they all get a gym or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That so, makes me so mad. Yeah. Um. The... What was I going to say? I I mean, there was other things where, like, they, like, talked to 15-year-olds and tried to pay 15-year-olds to go into their room and dance for them and, and give them, like pleasure that's child freaking yep and that was all evidence and they should have gotten put in jail for I that know. too I all know. of it added on a list well the 15 the girls declined and the fact that the records yep. like they're they have dirty records i know oh i know i'm sorry people start getting mad about this on social media yeah i and mean they very much could uh, reopen diane this. brimble only at 10 years ago it she deserves some yep. justice guys yeah, Start I mean, it yelling happened, about this. Oh I guess gosh, that happened twenty so years ago. That's so long ago. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird to think that that. Was but like... it just got resolved. Ten. It didn't get resolved. Two thousand ten. Correct. Yeah, yeah it they got addressed. Two thousand ten, her eighth anniversary. Those pieces of 
they went out to dinner. Doo-doo. And the wives that and the partners and friends that went to this dinner party, they're like, it wasn't for that. It was for a friend's birthday. Mm. And people addressing it, they're like, whose birthday party was it? And they didn't answer. Hmm. Yep. Sketch. Yeah. So. That poor family. Yeah. Glad they got money out of it, though. I mean, not that. I mean, they would much rather yeah, have, have her, their mom. But it, yeah. But it, at least the cruise line was like sensitive to it. And there's photos. Like, there's a photo of Mark in a um, life jacket. He's like completely naked, but there's a life jacket. And like, there's so much evidence. It blows my mind that they, they walked. Yeah. There's photos of her like laying on the floor. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Sorry. Lighten the mood. It's great justice system there. I know. It's at its best. <laughs> Sometimes Don't get do me started job. on the justice yeah, system. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay. This one says, hey, sillies. <laughs> I notice you guys keep forgetting to pick up your doggies poopies. <laughs> so I took it upon myself to bring by some baggies. I assumed you're all out because why else wouldn't you clean up, clean up after your dogs? Oh, I also helped out by dropping all the said poop conveniently in your in front of your door for easier cleanup. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> that is the best passive aggressive note I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. Hey, silly willies, silly. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's a lot of poop out here. It's going to help you out. I love it. Thank yep. you. That was beautiful. You're welcome. Way to lighten the mood by making it stinky. Silly willies. That was a good story. Yours is good. I like yours. We got to go. Yep. We're we getting out go. of here. Yep. It's a full moon. Crazies oh, are out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to listen to us, you guys know where to find us. We're on all the platforms. Uh, why was that so funny? <laughs> Sorry. You're good. Go ahead. Don't I'm a, mind me. I'm a funny gal. Um, to listen, you can find us on all the platforms. Uh, please give us a review on iTunes and Spotify, or a review and a rating on iTunes and Spotify. You can't really do that on Spotify, just the rating. But anyway, um, that is greatly appreciated, and it really helps just a review it takes like two seconds yeah i think we just got you're a new already one, on so, there anyways yeah if you're on there just hit review and subscribe all of that uh also you can follow us and like us on facebook twitter tiktok and instagram and that's at wwtn podcast we also have a facebook group where we're super active and yeah. talk to everybody and post things daily our we go live on there too yes we often go i went live on there yesterday and showed everybody my dogs <laughs> my neighbor um myself our website is what's with the com. on there you can find everything that we just mentioned along with a link to our merch merch, merch. and and a link to our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash wwt and podcast and if you want to get on our donor bus three dollars a month get to exclusive content along with our audio two days before it comes out so early access early access and for five dollars a month you can get exclusive content and our episode unedited that's either our neighbor or our next door neighbor so pick one and be one and it helps us big time guys yeah get on that donor bus Mm -hmm. it only comes by once a week choo choo that's a train (laughs) And feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, stories, suggestions, and your own personal paranormal or true crime stories. We strive once a month to have listener stories, uh, listener story episodes. And our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? It's with the neighbors. <laughs> Bray and Amy out. What's with the neighbors? Amy Why do you keep laughing? Because I thought you farted, but it was your marker. <laughs> it was like a... <laughs> Say hi to your cat for me. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs>